Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Beam Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene. Good evening, and welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where you can find the type of job and create the opportunity that you want. This is not a show about jobs that are already existing and jobs that you're looking for. This is about creating opportunity for yourself, because that's why we call it the Opportunity Hour. I'm looking for people who have found their ideal job, their dream job, and I welcome you to call the show and share what it is that you do that you enjoy doing so you can help others out there to realize they can indeed find something that they enjoy doing and doing what they enjoy and getting paid because there are a lot of us out there that are doing that. Now, the economy is indeed improving It's not growing, but it is indeed improving. And so don't listen to the media talk about it's growing. It's not growing. It's just improving. The sad part about it is that we have media that is telling us stuff all over the place. You need to help those people out. You need to really ask them, where do they get their facts from? Where do they get their information from? You need to ask them that. Because most of them are just following what the others have said. And so if you heard me say this, I want you to follow what I said and go ask them, what are they talking about? Same for the politicians who keep talking about jobs, 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 jobs. Some of you have gotten three, four, five, six years older. Just look at your age right now. Subtract six years. You've been hearing about Jobs, 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 jobs from the politicians. It's all over the news. The unemployment rates are up and down every day, which is impossible to happen. But the media will tell you that, which are your newscasters or your news people are telling you about jobs and 
and layoffs and job creation. They're telling you all type of stuff. You need to ask them, what are they talking about in terms of jobs, 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 jobs? You need to help your politicians to define what jobs are they talking about? Because obviously, if you've still been looking and waiting for three, four, or five years, none of those jobs had fit. None of those jobs had fitted you, or you don't know where to go look to find them. So something's missing, and you need to help them to identify that. You need to help Mr. Obama, President Obama. He doesn't know either, and so. Maybe some of you who may have access to him that can call him, call him and tell him this guy on the radio says, what jobs are you talking about? Because you need to know whether those jobs are entry-level jobs. In that case, entry-level jobs are for the people, oh, between age 14 and maybe t- maybe 20. And for some of you late bloomers out there, <laughs> maybe up to 25, who haven't gotten started yet, But you need to find out whether those jobs are entry-level jobs, whether they're jobs for experienced workers, whether they're jobs for people with certifications and credentials, whether they're jobs for college graduates, whether they're jobs for senior management, whether they're jobs just for veterans, jobs just for teens, jobs for people with disabilities, jobs for immigrants, jobs for minorities, you need to ask them to find out what jobs are they talking about because you've been hearing it that long. The only question is, is has it benefited you? And if you have a job, and if you have a job, I'm going to stress that word A, is it the one you want? Is it the one that you enjoy doing? Because I'm going to let you in on a secret. If you don't enjoy doing it, There's no way you can be productive. And every employer is looking for productive people because that's how they're going to make their money if they can be more productive. So obviously, if you're doing something that you don't want to do, how really productive can you be? And so that's what I want you to think about. Do you have a job or do you have the job that you want? I say you can create the job you want. The job market is growing. They're looking for answers and solutions. You may have solutions doing what it is that you do right now, which is a solution. It's just getting to the right person with the right air. So you should help those politicians to identify what jobs that they're talking about or quit talking about it. Obviously, you've gotten older listening Maybe the system is designed to keep you dependent on them. Maybe it's designed to keep you hoping. Maybe. But anyway, I'd like to have you just think about the jobs that we keep talking about. This is the Employment Opportunity Hour where you create opportunity. You may hear of opportunities. The question is, does it fit you? Or you can create it, which means you're welcome to call the show and do that. And to start it off, the, the, my trusty engineer, Cedric, he's here tonight. He's the one that runs the show, makes the show work. Uh, Cedric, how you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Gene? I'm doing fine. He's got a little blurb that I believe will give you the purpose of the show so that you make sure that this is not about 
a job that's already listed. This is about you creating a job. And so, Cedric, uh, you want to go ahead and play that clip? Here's the purpose of the show. The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Okay, so that's the purpose of the show. We want to help this economy improve because President Obama, uh, right now, he'd probably go pick up some of the news clippings that go out on the Internet. Uh, he says he's focused on the economy and on job creation. And I mentioned before in a previous show, job creating means finding something for you folks to do. And I want you to help them by telling everybody you meet what it is that you want to do so they can create a job for you. Because obviously, some of these jobs that are being created, you don't want to do them. I can guarantee that. So who's going to do them? And if it's you who says, I want a job, you may start doing it. But I can tell you right now, you're not going to do it well. Uh, and the reason you're not going to do it well, because you got to have to have a growth path, have to be promoted. You have to grow and get older. And so hopefully you aren't doing the same thing this year that you did last year. And you're not doing the same thing this year that you shouldn't be doing next year. Hopefully you've advanced. So Mr. Obama is focusing on job creation. He just doesn't know what jobs to create for you. You can help him out. And you ought to give him a call. Tell him this guy on the radio said to call him up or call your politicians and legislators. Tell him that this guy on the radio, Gene Hodge, has some answers. And one of the answers is you can create your job and help out with job creation, which in turn is going to help the economy. And so you can create your opportunity. And for those of you who don't believe it, go ask the others who have. I'm trying to create my own job opportunity right now. I've gotten this far. I'm not new. I'm not where I want to go yet, but I've gotten this far. You can get so far as well, but you must help us to create jobs for you. And so that's the reason I want you to call the show. Tell us what it is that you'd like to do so our listeners can hear what you'd like to do because somebody may actually have a job out there for you. You won't know that unless you decide to tell somebody. And keep in mind that looking at jobs out in the newspaper or out on the Internet, those are somebody else's jobs. And the reason they're somebody else's is because they defined them. They're looking for somebody like you. Well, you could help them out 
if you start telling them what you want to do so that when they create jobs, they'll know who can step into it. You may be the ideal candidate because you know what you like to do. And all you got to do is tell us so we can open doors for you. And all of you people out there who say, nobody helped me, and nobody helped me to get a job, you're fooling yourself because somebody had to choose you. That's how come you've had any job in the past. Somebody chose you. And so it's very important to understand you didn't do anything by yourself. Even President Obama had to get elected by people like you in order to be in that position. He didn't just step into it. There's no job that any of you have just done by yourself. So I want you to start telling people what you want to do so we can create jobs for you and you could help this economy to come together and help it work and make some money based on what you like to do, which is really what you do anyway. I'm just trying to help you get paid doing it or get recognized for doing it because you do what you like doing anyway. And so I want you to do that. Anyway, so that's what it is. Tonight I want to just mention something about veterans because they're all over the news. And I'm going to mention something about pray, about praying on your job. And I'm going to mention something about people with disabilities and veterans and job fairs. What, what not to let happen to you at a job fair. I'm going to give you the upper edge so that you don't. Anyway, uh, the veterans. Let me just, just, just start with the veterans right quick. Well, actually, I think it's time for a break because we have uh, – have some sponsors and i'm looking for sponsors but we have a couple and i'm looking for more if you have a have a business or service or product and you like to get it exposed in the greater tampa bay market as well as uh, we are live worldwide on the internet and the show is actually live uh the, the, it's not live but the show can be seen on youtube after so we have a global presence Anyway, uh, we'll be right back after we hear a word from our sponsors, Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. We'll be right back. I don't know how I know, but I'm going to find my purpose. I don't know where I'm going to look, but I'm going to find my purpose. Got to find out, don't want to wait. Got to make sure that my life will be great. Find my purpose before it's too late. Write down three to five things that you are good at doing. Next thing is to write down three to five things that you are good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace or from your past jobs. And the third thing is to write down three to five things you enjoy doing. Once you have that list of things from 9 to 15, I want you to look down that list. Circle the top three that interest you the most right now because it's what you think of you. And I want you to go out to the Internet for all you computer-savvy people. Go to any job search site like CareerBuilder, Monster.com, Indeed.com, USA Jobs. And go to the box instead of looking for a job or job title. I want you to go to that box that says Keywords. And I want you to type in only what you circled and press the enter key. And we'll, you'll be surprised at the number of job titles that will pop up of people looking for you. 
Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Shine. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ishine123 at cs.com. That's I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. Why don't you turn it up a little bit because I get kind of carried away every time I hear that because somebody was telling people to wake up. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Somebody woke me up. Now I want you to wake up. Yeah. All you politicians right now need to wake up. Stop lying. Stop lying. Oh, bunch of you out there is telling something. It's all probably lies. Harold knew that. You probably know it too, but you won't say it. <laughs> anyway, some of you others out there are still lying. Come on, Harold, say some more. Right, help those people out there. Somebody's supposed to be helping you. The stimulus money is supposed to help you. Where's it at? You business people. All you ones that got that stimulus money, I don't know where it is. Stop cheating. Wake up. Just like the man said, wake up. I'm going to rile up somebody today, even if it's just me. <laughs> now you hear the music. Harold knew that. You know, doesn't, you all Five got years. skills and abilities. You all got something for somebody. Okay. You Start all using have those skills and abilities. Start Wake up out there. Start realizing, start realizing what's happening to you. You've gotten three, four, five years older. Start realizing what is going on with you. Wake up. Help this country out. This country's in serious trouble. Help Mr. Obama out. He's in serious trouble, too. But you're in more serious trouble because you need to be doing something and make a contribution. So you have the skills and abilities. You need to wake up and say something. Anyways, I'm going to say right, right right now, five years later, four years later, somebody decided to look at veterans a couple of years ago, and somebody decided to look at veterans really seriously within the last few months. The only problem is, is that for some reason, I'm not sure how come the veterans weren't looked at all along. Obviously, this time of year, we're coming up on Memorial Day weekend, it's designed to honor our dead. The people have given their lives to this country. I have no clue where this country has gone to literally have ignored the people who are giving their lives so that most of you can remain what you call free. And I'm going to say that what most of you call free because people gave their lives to do that. And I'm not sure many of you really understand that because 
all of a sudden somebody decides to look at veterans and they're looking at the ones that are dying they're looking at the ones that are are young enough to have entered the military and have given their lives and we're starting to look at them because many of them have come back and they definitely have come back for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and we have kind of ignored them and it's your fault and I'm going to say it's your fault because if you didn't recognize them in the first place it's your fault and you veterans out there if you have have something to say i'd like to hear your comments on it but but right now the veterans are in the news i'm here to talk about jobs although there's other things going on with veterans and they're all over the news the problem is that i like for some of you out there that want to help veterans look in the mirror and look at how you're helping them because many of these job places that want to help veterans all they do is send you out to another job site to go do more searches that any workforce board any agency is going to do in the first place if somebody's training veterans i like to know because that's what i do and have done but i'm not sure anyone's offering any type of training for veterans other than going back to school which is not training that's going back to school they already got enough training the question is, is that, is there a place for them? And so, so I want you out there to decide you want to help the veteran, but you, but you also want to help everybody else. Y'all want to help the employers to include veterans, but not to specifically say we only want veterans, which a lot of these people are saying, a lot of these ads on the TV and on the radio are talking about just the veteran. I feel bad for the people who aren't veterans because it's almost like you got left out too. And so I want you to think about a way of helping every veteran you know out there who who is living that gave some of their life to help you be free. I want you to help them to find the type of jobs they want, not the type of jobs that are just available. Not the type of jobs that are on the low end and definitely not the type of jobs where somebody says, go back to school and we'll give you another certificate. Give them something to do based on what they know how to do and want to do. And not only will you have someone who's dedicated to this country, they'll know that their dedication was not in vain just to have them come back to the Many of the scary stories that I'm hearing these days about how they got ignored. So if you know of any job search sites, all these agencies sitting around getting your dollars or dollars to help veterans, see if any of them are offering any type of training for veterans. If they're not, tell them to call me because that's what I do in my company. We train them to go do things that they will want to do instead of just sitting down in front of a computer going through job searches. And so, so contact some of those agencies and help them to really help the veteran. Anyway, so, so I want you to think about that because if you are a veteran, you're looking for some training, next couple of weeks, you are definitely welcome to call this show because I want to see if there's a way we can help you without sending you back to school. I want to see if there's a way that we can help you to do what it is that you want to do. I want to see if there's a way that we can help you to get to 
our politicians and leaders so they can help you get what you want instead of getting something that you don't want in the first place. Because as I said before, if you're not happy, there's no way you can be productive. Well, let me take that back. You can be productive, but I know you've got more inside of you that if, if the right conditions were there, you would give a lot more. And I don't want you to have the conditions that a lot of our working folks have right now who survived layoffs because they're under stress. And they're working because they're stressed. They're not necessarily as productive as they could be because they're stressed. They're scared for their jobs. And the reason I know they're scared for their jobs is because most likely the companies they work for made more money last year and the year before that, too, because you'll do more when you're forced to. I'm just trying to get you to do more of what you do anyway and get paid because there's a place for you. I gave out a formula at the show. If you stay tuned, you'll hear it again of how you can begin to match yourself up with things that you want to do and do it. Anyway, so that's what I wanted to say for the veterans, which leads into the next thing because uh, there's a big controversy between the veterans and between having prayer on our job or in our schools or taking out prayer and all that sort of stuff. First thing I want you to know that you need to know, it didn't just happen. People like you and me made these decisions on what to put in our schools and take out of our schools, what to put in our jobs and take out of our jobs. People like you and I made those decisions. Some of you made some bad decisions. I'm just going to say it point blank. You made some bad decisions based on your beliefs. And your beliefs are just that. They're yours. I'm not sure they belong in the classroom. I'm not sure they belong in the workplace. And if you got my vote, they shouldn't be there unless everybody could express their beliefs in the schools and in the workplace. Here's the reason. Because nobody else is out there saying the reason. At least I haven't heard it. And if you've heard it, give me a call and let me know or send me an email and let me know. But somehow, over the last 20 years, this country has focused on allowing many people from every other, pl- every other country in the world to come here and give them citizenships, make them feel welcome, because this is the land of America the land where dreams happen. Those people didn't strip off off their clothes and just come here and not know nothing. They brought all their knowledge with them, including their beliefs, including their religious beliefs. You should learn to find out more about their beliefs instead of thinking you got the right one. You should ask and find out. You should know that somebody's opening doors to those people to come here. And in many cases, uh, actually more opportunities are available for them. So somebody must be calling those shots. I can guarantee you it's not President Obama. It's somebody way above him even that is calling these shots. Because, again, it's coming from people like you and me, or it's coming from another type of people that I don't know anything about, but I do know somebody is allowing this to happen. And since somebody is allowing this to happen, all of the people who have come here from foreign countries, they deserve the respect of their, of their religions 
and their beliefs. The key is learning from them and sharing yours. There's no such thing as right because they all believe they're right. So there's no such thing if everybody believes they're right. But the question is, is should it be, should that be allowed in the workplace? Should it be allowed in schools? My vote is yes, if you want to hear from everyone. Obviously, if you don't want to hear from everyone, you've automatically discriminated. Imagine the effect on a job, because jobs are about performance. You have your belief in the way affecting somebody's performance. Just when you think about that. Because there's no opportunity that can be created if your beliefs are in the way prohibiting someone from performing. Because that's all workplaces require is just performance. That's how come I keep stressing the point of you doing what you enjoy doing because you are performing and doing it. And there's a zillion jobs out there where people are looking for you. They're looking for a performance. You perform all the time. The only question is, are you performing on your job? And are you doing it because you enjoy doing it? Or are you doing it because it's just a job? So be very careful about that word called job creation. Because that means somebody's got to go find something for you to do. I believe you already know what you like doing. You don't know what title to put on it. And depending on your circle of friends and your circle of influence, you may have the kind of people who say you can't do those things versus the type of people around you who say you can do these things. So obviously somebody has the enjoyable jobs. Why don't you get one also? Anyway, so that's what I have to say about that because that's going to create the opportunities for you and everyone else in terms of doing that. Now, there's a little clip that I pulled out that we played way back that had to do with what we have done to ourselves, especially over the last eight years. And I'm not going to say who's anybody's fault, but there's a clip by the, by the person by the name of Red Skelton that I had our trusty engineer, Cedric, pull up. And Cedric, can you just play that little clip for me right quick? Here we go. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Since I was a small boy, two states have been added to our country and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. Wouldn't it be a pity if someone said that is a prayer and that would be eliminated from schools too? That was said by a famous person, Red Skelton, who's no longer with us. But that was said, I think, like 20 years ago. Wouldn't it be a pity if we took Two words, or added two words that took them out. Look at what has happened in this country from people like us who have made these types of decisions about the other people. And if you're proud of your country, great. If you think we need a lot of improvement, you need to say so and then find out what you can do to make it better. Because 
we're on the verge of eliminating each other because of the way we think we are better than someone else. This country must produce goods and services. And it's going to be people who do it until the robots get here. But it's going to be people who do it until the minds of us who create the robots are in demand. But it's going to be us who do it until the machines start creating themselves and there'll be no need for us. But until then, we need to look at performance in the workplace. And whatever you can do to be a better performer and to help someone else perform, and definitely all the ones that have been welcomed into this country by somebody else other than you, you need to make it as pleasant a workplace and productive as a workplace and happy as a workplace as you can because you deserve the same happiness that they're trying to get as well. You deserve it, not exclude the others. You deserve it. Obviously, some of you unconsciously don't know that you discriminate, segregate. Some of you just look at it and say, oh, it's better me than them. Well, we're a country. We're supposed to be a country. Uh, We're still here. The best thing that we can do is improve before the minds of our people, younger people especially, come up with better solutions and better machines, better jobs, better production. It's coming. You can be a part of it or you can be outside of it. You can exclude people from it. Secret is they're going to be productive anyway in some way. You just better hope it's in a way that you enjoy because they enjoy it. Anyway, so 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 think about what we're doing and way we're we're emerging on in terms of our our progress. The other thing is is people with disabilities. I'm on a committee right now in the Greater Tampa Bay area. There's a job fair coming up specifically for veterans and people with disabilities. If you are a person that has a disability. You should be at this job fair. It's going to be coming up in January 2015. If you would like to be on a committee right now planning that, if you have a disability or you're a veteran, you're welcome to call the show and let me know. I will get you on that committee. Or you can send me an email and send that email to the opportunity hour at gmail.com. That's the opportunity hour at gmail.com. And we will try to get you involved in that committee. I'm sure there are other groups with interest for people with disabilities and in other parts of the country. If that's of interest to you, give me a call, send me an email, and I will try to get you tapped into some of these resources because the veterans, the people with disabilities, the people who have come here from foreign countries and the people who've always been here, they all make up a workforce. They make up our workforce. As soon as you start using the word our and students, you start using the word we, then we will have a workforce. People with disabilities, nobody said they couldn't do anything. People like you said they couldn't. All you got to do is ask them. They can be productive in the way because we all have special gifts, special talents. We're all unique. And all we got to do is to ask them instead of looking at them with, 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 with eyes that say there's something wrong with you. 
There's nothing wrong with them. They don't even have a disability. You say they have a disability. They got all they got. That's all they got, and it's what they got, and most of them can be quite useful if given the opportunity. So this is the Employment Opportunity Hour. It's for everybody that makes up a workforce. And I want you to kind of get behind me and recognize everybody, including you. Help somebody else get the job you can't get because you're going to need somebody's help to get the job that you want to get. So help everybody. But people with disabilities, we recognize you also. I recognize that you don't have any disabilities. You are who you are. Nobody said you had to be like us. And nobody said I had to be like you other than people like us keep coming up with all this stuff so that we we push people out of the way for no reason, actually. I'm not sure of the reason. Fear or something. But anyway, that's what i like to have you think about. Helping the veteran, helping the person with a disability so that we can help you as well. Everybody helping everybody will produce something that would be better than what we have, and especially a better workforce, because we all are here, and we're all trying to work within the same country. We're trying, although it's very difficult, because most of us are trying to push somebody else out of the country. Anyway, so just think about your thinking. Anyway, it's time of... Uh, Mr. Cedric, I know that you're there. He's in the studio. Every now and then I ask him for his comments because he listens to me. I do. I think he does. I do. Because he's doing something else. But uh, anything that you want to add to any of that? Uh, Because I don't want to exclude the very person that's helping to make the show work. I think it's well said. I think it's well said. I wouldn't wouldn't add a thing to it. Um, Oh, well. You're an expert on the subject, Gene. I don't know about that. It's always good to have second and third opinions. I suppose. Opposing opinions, even. I don't want you to agree. I wouldn't do that. Oh. I wouldn't do that. Oh, okay. But I'm glad you said that. <laughs> now, there's something I don't think I've ever said on the show, but I'll share it to you. Okay. Uh, just very quickly. I did my master's on learning. Like, how do you know what you know? How has it all happened? And I did it late in life. I didn't, like, just choose it and all that sort of stuff. My experience has kind of led me to doing that. However, my thing on learning says, if I said anything that you already know, you didn't learn anything. You know, say that again. If I said anything that you already know, you didn't learn anything. Learning comes from the unknown. And so if I said something that you don't agree with, or you can't relate to it, then the opportunity to learn is there. So that's why I asked Cedric. It's okay to oppose, because if I just said what you already know, I didn't say anything new. I'm trying to learn new things. So anyway, so that was my comment on learning. You know, So if you got any other comments, or if you disagree or something, I welcome all of those so I can, I can soak more of it in. Anyway, so that's why I was saying that. Okay? Okay, so you got that. Got it. Okay. Anyway, so anytime you're opposed or anything, I welcome all that sort of stuff. Or if you got a different point of view and all that. He's on my team, I can tell, because he's not opposing. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> all right. It's time for a break, break quick, because the time is flying by here. So 
Uh, let's take a short break. And this is Gene Hodge and the Pullman Opportunity Hour. We'll be right back. Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Schein. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ishine123 at cs.com. That's I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. For you job seekers, I'm going to give you a quick formula. And here's the formula. Write down three to five things that you are good at doing. Next thing is to write down three to five things that you are good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace or from your past jobs. And the third thing is to write down three to five things you enjoy doing. Once you have that list of things from 9 to 15, I want you to look down that list. Circle the top three that interest you the most right now because it's what you think of you. And I want you to go out to the Internet for all you computer-savvy people. Go to any job search site like CareerBuilder, Monster.com, Indeed.com, USA Jobs. And go to the box. Instead of looking for a job or job title, I want you to go to that box that says Keywords. And I want you to type in only what you circled and press the enter key. And well, you'll be surprised at the number of job titles that will pop up of people looking for you. And we've started the first step of that. I've just created an ebook. It's called Resume. What's its purpose? It's out on Amazon.com. You can purchase this book. It'll give you all of the reasons for what should be in a resume and why. It's a book designed for those who must write resumes, those who must read resumes, and those who teach it. Because it's important to know what should be on that piece of paper and why. You can find this out on Amazon.com. It's Resumes, What's Its Purpose? It's designed to help you package yourself on paper so people know who you are doing exactly what you enjoy doing. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. We have great news for you. We have the opportunity to promote the Employment Opportunity Hour and the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour with support from you. If you have a business, a product or service that you would like to reach a greater market to increase your sales, visibility, and profits, we can help you to do that by reaching over 3 million people in the Tampa Bay market. If you have a need for a larger market, WTAN and the show can promote you up in the Little Rock, Arkansas market, as well as out on the West Coast in the Los Angeles market, reaching about 20 million people. If that's an interest to you, send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. That's theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call WTAN and just ask for Gene Hodge. They will connect you to me. We look forward to helping to promote your business 
so that you can increase your sales profit and visibility. We can do that by you offering contests, by offering special promotions, by giveaways. And these are some of the ways that we can help you to attract the people that you're looking for. Again, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. Send me an email at theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. Have you heard of our spring promotion? You can advertise your product, service, or business to over 3 million people in the greater Tampa Bay market at such low rates we cannot mention them on the air. However, to give you a hint, you'll be able to advertise your business 10 to 28 times per week, as well as list your ad on our podcast site and your company logo and link to your website. If you're interested in this opportunity, you must send an email to the opportunityhour at gmail.com. That's the opportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call the show, 727-441-3000. We hope that we can increase your visibility, sales, and profits, and we'll look forward to hearing from you. Our promotion ends May 30th. Yes, get up and pick yourself up. Stop waiting for this administration. Stop waiting for somebody else to tell you what to do. Start planning your own life by doing what it is that you do anyway. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour, the only radio show that represents everybody that makes up our workforce. Because we know what a workforce is, and that includes everybody, to name a few, includes veterans, minorities, people with disabilities, Native Americans, immigrants, professionals, school dropouts, addicts, ex-offenders. If you do something out there, it's part of our workforce. A lot of people know it. We want to recognize you for making it up because it involves millions of different types of jobs because there's millions of different types of people that are doing something. That's how big the workforce is. We want to make sure you know we recognize you, although mainstream media may not recognize you at all. We want you to know that we recognize you because you make up part of this workforce. Anyway, with the economy improving, it's not growing. It's improving. It's improving. It's not growing. It's not going to grow for a long time. Okay? Some of you are going to be two, three years older. The reason it's, it's not growing, but it's improving, is because let's say we laid off, oh, 10 million people over the last three, four, five, six years or more. Well, if we did that, that means the economy must have slowed. Now, obviously, when the economy starts to grow, we got to hire those people back. And once those people are hired back and we have a need to hire more, then the economy will be growing. And so you should help your politicians and your leaders out there to get their language straight. Or you should at least ask them, is it really growing or is it really improving? And when is it going to improve for me? So... That's what I think that, that it is. But 
with that growth, there's going to be a lot of job fairs that are going to be coming up. And I want all of you job seekers out there to go to the job fair. I don't want you to go there expecting a job because there's going to be a few jobs available. I want you to go there so you can look at the job titles that the companies are coming up with. You can see how many other people are looking for jobs. See whether they're satisfied or dissatisfied. You can see the level of jobs, whether they're entry-level jobs, jobs for experienced workers, jobs for people with certification, certificates, degrees, and master's degrees, or jobs for senior-level executives. You need to know so you can find out where the jobs are. Because obviously, if the jobs you're looking for aren't there, they must be someplace else. Maybe you're just missing where to go. I used to go to job fairs a long time ago, and I used to say, well, gee, where's all the high-level jobs, the manager jobs, the director jobs, the vice president jobs? Well, they just weren't there. They were in another place. And so it's important to look at the jobs and look at the job salaries that they're paying. That'll give you an idea whether you're in the right ballpark or not. If not, then you got to do some networking to find out where can you go to find out jobs for you. Anyway, so there's going to be many job fairs. And this is what I want you job seekers to know. At the job fair, you're going to have representatives of organizations there. You're not going to necessarily have employers there. You're going to have representatives of the employer there. And the representatives have a mind of their own. You don't know if they're representing their companies or not. But I know that they're there to represent their companies. And so some of them, and you need to look at them, because the ones that are concerned about you will ask you questions. Now, the ones that aren't concerned about you, they're going to try to say, well, say what you got to say in 30 seconds or 40 seconds and move on. I can tell you right now, if you run into one of those type of people, say thank you and goodbye. Because the worst thing you can do is have a, an employer representative whose job is to find people for their companies and they don't have time for you. At the worst point in your life, you need somebody to hear you. You need somebody to talk to or somebody that you are trying to get help from. In this case, you're trying to get employed. The last thing you need is somebody to brush you off. And if anybody appears to be brushing you off maybe all you got to do is to say is there a way i could talk to you after is there a way i can get your phone number or your card is there a way you would call me later because the customer service of some of these representatives they have no clue what customer service is they have no clue what professional no No clue what professionalism is. You need to help them out. Because anybody that doesn't have time for you and they're representing a company, I don't know of any company that doesn't need customers. Of course, I do know that in this technology age, we got so many voice automated machines and we can't talk to a real person. I have no clue how the owners of these companies really understand how to get their customers because I think people like to be treated like people. It's easy if they're not talking about your subject or your area. It's, it's okay to help move them on, but not to ignore them or, or just say something. 
I've even heard where some people say, well, if I send in a resume, uh, we get 30 seconds or 15 seconds to review a resume. Well, that may be possible, but what type of person gets paid to do that? What type of person can serve you when they're not concerned about you? Are we growing to that point? And maybe we are. I can guarantee if we're growing to that point, even that representative won't have their job. And the reason I know that is because I know all this software that they got out there where they sit you down in front of a computer that will now look at the keywords and look at the size of your resume and how long it is. And it does all of that so it takes the human side out of it. I know good and well if the software is doing that now, software will be able to do the rep job sooner or later. And so one of the things a machine can't do is show you compassion and caring. That's customer service. Look at the person's age, and that'll tell you whether they know how to serve you or not. Because we're moving into an age where service is no longer needed or required. It's not even known. So at the job fair, go meet people and go meet the representative. See if you can find one that has some concern about you and the type of people they want in their company. Obviously, they can't. If the company runs where everybody's in a hurry, I wouldn't suggest or recommend that company because if that's the way it is, there's no way you can treat a customer like a customer. I've had phone calls, and I've gotten transferred from one call to the next call just to get another button to push, and somebody says that's more efficient. It is. There's just no humanity in it. There's just nothing that entices the customer to want to come back. Because if you really think they like pressing buttons and getting busy signals and voice messages, that's fine. I think humans like to be treated like humans if we know how to do that anymore. But that's where we're going. And so when you go to the job fair, see if you can find a representative who really wants to know a little bit about you. Don't expect to tell them your full story because they got a bunch of other people to talk to. But tell them enough to see whether there's an interest in you and they want to talk more with you about you. If they're just concerned about a job, tell them thank you, goodbye, because they have no clue what customer service is. And a zillion people out there will tell you, I did customer service. Uh, the difference is they don't know the difference between the title, the job title called customer service, and the function called customer service. One is a title. The other is serving people. And either you serve them and they're happy, or you serve them and they're not happy. And if they're not happy, they're not going to come back and want to spend their dollar with you. And if they don't want to do that, the question is, is how long will you have your job? knowing the technology is coming. You already know that. There's more technology coming that is replacing you. It just can't replace the compassion you should be having and showing and the caring of other people. That's where your asset is going to be. And in the larger companies, that's what happens. Anyway, I know that my time is running out. But I wanted to just share with you about how you can go find the type of job that you want and what to do when you go to the job fairs. Go there, don't expecting a job. Go there to meet people and network with people. Go there to create the opportunity. They're all going to ask you, what do you do? And you want to tell them what you want to do. They're going to 
And you want to make sure you get the question right. They're going to ask you, what do you do? Who are you? Tell them what you want to do. Because they're going to follow that back up with what do you know how to do? And that's where your background comes in it. So the first thing, you should be telling them what you like to do because you want them to think about what types of jobs they may have that will allow you to do it. And so go to the job fair to do that. Help the representative to become a real human instead of somebody who's just passing names and numbers. You know, help that person out because they may not know what customer service is. And if you really don't think they know, just, just let them know that their customer service skills and abilities need some improvement. Because obviously if they don't know, they've done it in front of so many other people before they got to you, then help that person to do their job better because they're trying to keep their job. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. I want you to go make something happen this week. Go create something. Feel free to call us the show and let us know what happened because I know that you can do it your way. I know you've been doing it your way all along. You just don't know what title to put on it your way. Let us help you to do that. So go try it. Go use the formula I gave out. Go tell people what you want to do. And I can guarantee you, you can do it your way. And I can guarantee you can find the type of job, the income that you want. Because it's your way. And just go do it. And we're out of here. WTAN, Clearwater, Tampa Bay. WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay. WZHR, Zephyr Hills, Tampa Bay. Listen.